Welcome to the Lazy United We Stand podcast, live from the bus, coming down to uh, Wembley Stadium for the FA Cup semi-final. Uh, we all got up early doors, like we do most days, because of a massive semi. We, <laughs> we, uh, we're on our way Some down now. Do. Some of us do, yeah. We're on our way down now. We've got, uh, we left at about 8am. Uh, we're on one of the buses that we're having to pay for. Uh, United, very, very kindly as a club, uh, arranged for free travel for people who went on the official coaches, which, yeah, we've taken the mickey out of, but it's still a nice gesture from the club, so uh, well done to them for that. But we've got two coaches coming down here, roughly around 110 people who've chosen to pay 40 quid if you throw in the tip to the driver. Um, so we had the option of free travel uh, to sit there like it was a skill trip, or we had the uh, option of paying 40 quid and having an absolute blast with our mates and uh, 110 people people have chose to do that so we're on our way down now it's been a long time since we played at Wembley I think David Moyes' said charity shield game we were down uh, there for that I think it was against Wigan and Wembley's obviously a ground that United have had uh, a lot of sizeable events sizeable moments in the club's history but it's been a while since we've been there in any event it's certainly been a while since we've been there in an FA Cup event and uh, we're on our way down for that so good days planned we've got a, a stop off about 35 miles away planned we're not going to go straight in until late so we're going to stay out of it because uh, unfortunately as Wembley is good and it's great to get there it's not the best place in the world to have a, a drink around and uh, it resonates a lot with people who were fortunate enough to go to Cardiff which was the uh, which was the uh, probably the best place we've ever had a game to have a drink and a day out at. so um, we'll be down there about half four but between now and then we're going to stop off at a boozer on the bus for now surrounded by a couple of lads whose voices you'll know I've got uh, two of the 15 Mullen brothers Antior and John Ashton yeah, <laughs> Doves looking forward to today yeah it should be alright well I'm already having a good time already a couple of hours in but yeah uh, this is what it's all about in it days out um, some, you know, there's a good prize at the end of it and yeah it should be a good day yeah all the sellers are here and all my mates so looking forward to a good day out yeah all the sellers and your mates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love mates. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, what you should have said was five sellers are here and my two mates. <laughs> but five, five mates, two sellers and blue me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you say, Steve, it's a um, nice long trip. Season's drawing to an end now, so it's been too long since we've uh, been back here. Don't like Wembley itself, but uh, the trip will be brilliant today and uh, hopefully we'll be back again in uh, three weeks' time or whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's been great in the build-up, seeing how enthusiastic everyone's been for it. We, you know, it's been, you know, pretty much since Fergie's life, really, just doom and gloom. But I think everyone's really, really looking forward to this. And it, it's, it's, what, it's what football's about, isn't it? Great day out at Wembley. Say, we, we wish the semis were elsewhere, but I think we all come out. There's loads of lads that don't come every game who, who you, you only see every now and then. But it's, it's great to see. And yeah, it should be a top day. Do you know what I always love about United fans? Is all like, like today when you think about what we've won in the past and, and how shit the team is right now is always how much we're still buzzing for things like this you know you get other clubs like for example like Arsenal have won the cup for the last couple of years and you knew it wasn't any, wouldn't be anything like what we've got today these sort of games we're, we're actually, it's like the European Cup final again everyone's buzzing over it do you know I agree like um, Derby County was like that earlier in the season most United fans I like this year has been Derby because it was a Friday night you were with all your mates the atmosphere was was unbelievable and uh, and, and the game itself for most people fifth round at Derby would mean nothing but with United fans it, it's probably the match of the season for them I think it's got a lot to do with our history though hasn't it I mean my, my dad's best games are all like what he tells me about are all like 77 Liverpool semi-finals and like 83 Arsenal semi-finals and you know you need to appreciate then it wasn't we United it wasn't all about the European Cup and leagues like like it is these days and but for us it is it is it is for us that's what we've seen this is in, in the context of what we've seen the FA Cup's nothing really but I love the fact that we're buzzing off it you know the pundits will be out today saying well it's the FA Cup United should be aiming bigger than that but I don't think we're like that as fans I reckon all my, all my favourite days following United though in the top 10 even even though we're not 
like it's not a big competition in terms of United season. I still think like in my top ten days following United, it's probably in six of them are FA Cup. Definitely. I could agree more with that. And I, I put some out from the United we stand Twitter account ages back. I can't remember after which game it was, but um, it might have been on the Derby game, um, in the Cup game. And I said like if you were to write your top ten moments down following United. I reckon at least five for a lot of people will be FA Cup games and the one that always stands out for me and I remember the Villa Villa, the Villa game the third round game um, when we uh, we were two down in January 20, 2002 I think it was two down three goals in the last 15 minutes the amazing following that was leathered because it was Sunday night at 7 o'clock that was when you lost your shoe on it and found someone yeah, else yeah, yeah no I found it I lost the shoe and found a trainer yeah but so but I, we, um, you got them we, uh, what was interesting about that though that was a third round FA Cup game we were champions or you know we'd, you know, we'd, we'd been European champions have been you know I think it was 2000 actually not 2002 well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think at the time no, we weren't in 2000 was we, was that, we weren't in the cup I think the thing is though, in, within the couple of years prior to that we'd won leagues we'd won European cups we were world champions and yet a third round FA Cup game still mattered so much to us as supporters that we invaded the pits three times and offended the entire nation so you know that was that was pretty ace about that I think we got knocked out by Middlesbrough in the next round or some shit like that but that, that, you've hit the nail on the head there Steve on that. it's about the 90 minutes isn't it it's about winning a game of football in the, more, the thing is though we had more fun in that one game in that cup yeah. run than someone had having the run into a final so um, just, let's just I just want to bring up this issue of just you know for people who you know, who maybe haven't been to Wembley or haven't been to Cardiff. What, what was it about? I know Wembley's got this history, but we had the sort of seven, eight years while Wembley was being built about when we were at Cardiff. And most people who have now been back to Wembley are almost on a down. And not about the fact that we're not having a good time, but we just saw how good Cardiff was. So, you know, what, you know, why is, what was it about Cardiff and the environment that Wembley doesn't give you? I think it was the city. The, the fact that it's a city centre ground, wasn't it? And whatever you wanted from Cardiff you could get if you wanted to go in the midst of thousands of United fans singing songs with flags up and that you could do if you just wanted to go with ten of your mates in a quiet little side boozy you could do it just gives you everything there's, there's a buzz about the city in fairness I'm not, not a massive fan of the Welsh of it but but like the you know the locals in general was great apart from when they put our windows through at Wigan like but but, um, but it was it, the locals were good the, the drinking was good you, you could go for a good drink and walk to the ground and it just it was it was brilliant and I I understand like the final was going to go back but I'd love to see eventually the semi-finals not go like to Villa Park and Old Trafford but back to Cardiff have the semis at Cardiff the final at Wembley I think it'd be brilliant on behalf of yeah we stand I'd just like to apologise to all of the supporter branches that are based in North Mid and South Wales for that comment that, that wasn't one of the magazine but one of a contributor on this podcast so each to their own with their views on that <laughs> Ah, yeah, it's a better ground as well, wasn't it? This, this, oh, the Lisey Old Wembley had a charm, but this, this new rebuilt thing is the most soulless ground in England. Same as the, it's like the Emirates, and uh, nowhere to drink around there. Just the whole, the whole day is never as good, apart from obviously this part. I don't like the ground whatsoever. Never an atmosphere that. I, I, because I don't bother with Charity Shields, I think um, the last time I went was 2011, the final against Barca, and um, I, I don't know if it's like absence has made me a bit fonder about it but I sort of like think I know it's new but it's creating its own history now isn't it so I, I just think although I would like prefer semi-finals at a neutral venue Villa Park's my favourite um, but I sort of understand why it can't be there because of capacity issues we sort of need a middle ground between Wembley and um, Wembley and Villa Park don't we but no I, I don't um, I don't think Wembley's as bad as everybody says it is I just think it's because it's new like people are like criticising it I think the, the great thing about Cardiff was like like Mike just said then with it being slap bang in the centre of Cardiff you'd literally leave the pub to go to the ground and stop for a pint on the way there wouldn't you it was that kind of place but I mean I'm, I'm the same as Ant there I'm not as averse to Wembley as what the, I think it takes a little bit away from the final the fact that you've already been there to get there 
But when you think today, you know, tickets have been a piece of piss to get hold of. They're reasonably priced. There's free coat. You know, people today could go to Wembley if they wanted to and spend £30 all day. And get a ticket really easily. And get a ticket for it really easily. So um, I think one of the reasons people are so averse to Wembley more than anything is the old, probably the England, the old FA thing that it's all a, it's a money making thing. And you know, even even like when you get to the final, there's going to be 50,000 sponsor tickets. You're going to have that empty block in the middle. I think that's what people don't like. Yeah, I do. I think the club deserve a lot of credit for that coach gesture today because, like you say, I mean, obviously, you know, we've chose to pay because you want to come away with your mates how you normally come. But you know, if you're a family, Wembley is pretty unaffordable. But like you say, you could come. To Wembley today, 30 quid, drive to the ground, get on the bus, pay your 30 quid ticket, come for 30 quid per person. So it has made a semi-final at Wembley affordable for your, your local family, which is, which is brilliant. As long as you don't eat there. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed an, an increase in that type of gesture in the last two years, though? Oh, Definitely. So I think that, you've got to encourage it, haven't you? Although we want more, you know. It's definitely the club have started listening a little bit more, haven't they? Not quite there. But I think yeah. in general with allocations, I think the lad in the ticket office, that Sam Keller, is he's doing a lot of good work. Yeah, it's, that's uh, what he wanted. I was going to say, can I, I drop my membership number so more successful in the ballot with this? But no, I do. I think in, you know little gestures like the you know the free shirt for the Liverpool game. They've done two lots of free coaches. I think they're making more of an effort. Fair play to them. It's about time, but fair play. The noise increase you can hear is, is we're just pulling up at the toll road to go through the uh, the plaza bit and uh, Everton minibuses are in the queue next to us with United coaches and uh, there's a bit of verbal going on the other way. Uh, just before that you heard Matty clearly realising that we've only got 1,900 tickets for West Ham away <laughs> and he's quickly tried to get in the good books of the person who runs the ticket office. The, um, I think the problem for me with Wembley was... They had, I did a piece in the last mag about, it's not so much about whether it's about prize, the whole away day experience is something that football authorities don't get. And if you take Wembley, right, in the old Wembley, you used to be able to get there, there was nowhere really to go, and you'd end up having a few pints in a makeshift beer garden outside of Premier Inn. They spend about a billion pound redoing it over you know five six seven years and then you get back to new wembley and the only place to have a drink is in a makeshift fucking beer garden outside of premier and it was almost like they think that the match day is contained to the ground and what goes on in it and it's about everything around that and that's the thing that when you go to watch united abroad cities open up the pubs and the bars and the city centers and all this other thing and that's the big thing that, that i don't think the fa get about the whole day as itself you know well, well the thing is with today though steve you have to realize as well there's probably you've probably got an hardcore six or seven thousand united fans who do the away games between them all you're also going to have like 20 odd thousand there today you very rarely bother with anywhere outside of old trafford who probably are going to go there with the kids and not bother having a beer going to drive there do a train whatever buy a program spend a fortune on pies this that and the other because whether we like it or not us clued up types or we fancy ourselves as clued up types are in the minority these days so i'm just one here i don't I'm, there's a million ways to support a football team i'm happy the way i do it my way and I think that's just the way you've got to accept it now. It's one problem, isn't it? Isn't it? I think it boils down to the cost of each day. Because, I mean, like, if you look at Germany, there's not 25 pubs within it, the radius of the ground, so we can't blame that. You know, it's like, then we need to take a bit of responsibility ourselves, and we're all very cynical about ideas to make atmosphere and things like that. But the problem is, is that it is cost. It's the type of people that it attracts rather than... But the point on that is, we're going to get driven right to the ground now and put in a car park, so I don't think it should be expected of us to then have to get a tube five or six stops out to wherever. So, and I'll give you an example of this, right? You take, I get the Epsom Derby every year, right? Fantastic race event. Now, you look at the mixtures that you've just talked about there of support. You know, you've got your top and tails brigade at the racing, you've got your people who want to go in the smart bit, you know, smart casual, and then you've got the absolute, what we probably class ourselves as, where you just Scumbags. want to sit on the hill. <laughs> yeah. pack of you want to sit on the hill before, yeah, and you know, you want to take your little cool box in, full of cans, full of food, and all that and just do that the thing is is within the confines of the arena 
at racing, they can tick every box. Yeah. But football, if you, they don't. And I don't think it would have been particularly hard to create some kind of fans' village or fan zone or whatever that ticks every box. The problem that comes with that is, though, they're selling £5 pints of beer in the ground. You know, why would they want to create something outside? It's all about getting everybody in early, getting everyone paying their prices. And yeah. that's, all, that's all it boils down to, doesn't it? Money at the yeah, end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, you've just did the nail yeah. Because I've got free travel down here and I've got a reasonably cheap ticket, I can have a hot dog now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, £8 hot dog. Yeah, exactly. You know, one thing you've always said, though, as well, it's probably not just unique to Wembley. One thing you've always said is, as an away fan, Old Trafford must be the worst experience for anyone. Yeah. Anywhere? No away pubs, so. yeah. But the thing is, is I kind of used it in the last mag, the Fulham example. Yeah, Fulham's brilliant because of ground, tickets, allocation, and pubs and bars and everything else that you want to do, right? And I just don't think that in the showpiece event like this is, and we can all have our opinions about where the semi-finals should be held and all that kind of stuff. I don't mind Wembley being used because it gives more people access, so I'm fine with that. Personally, if they have the semis at Cardiff for the final at Wembley, that would just been in the, the perfect world, but they're not going to do that because they've got a big debt to pay on the stadium they've, they've overspent on, but it's just a lack of understanding of what a day out of the football matters to, you know, to the average fan. So, yeah, it's a fair, fair enough point. Um, in terms of what you're expecting, not so much in the game, we'll talk about that later on, but this is massive for United in the grand scheme of everything that's gone on since Ferguson left. Winning this FA Cup is quite important, isn't it? Well, it's like a monkey off your back, isn't it? You know, you don't want to go these years without a trophy. Straight away, you know, once you've won a trophy, that's it. You know, you've won. What, what would it be without a trophy? Now it'd be three years. If we didn't win, three becomes four, five, whatever. So if you get it off your back, you know, and, and, and how many times? How many times have young United sides, for example, we, we never, we never brought much into it when we won the uh, the League Cup in 2006, was it? 2006 when we beat Wigan in the League Cup. It was that day, wasn't it? Well, it was a first trophy for the likes of Rooney and Ronaldo and that. The year after you win the league, you know, trophies breed, you know, success breeds more success. So I, winning a trophy is never ever a bad thing, no matter how small it is. Or what is it? 2004 we last won it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we only then beat Millwall, didn't we? Like really easy. Well, then again, the best day on the best day in that the best day was the semi, weren't it, in the Villa Park? Yeah. There's an argument to say that today's a bit like that because you'd expect if you won this side today, even if you're Everton and were shy, you'd expect to get through. I've got to be honest. Today, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Um, I've noticed him drifting a lot of slow slow players back into the lineup in certain positions, and I think. Everton have really struggled against quick players recently so I think we're going to play a little bit into their hands and even it up a little bit the only thing I was going to say about today was um, people I've seen people on Twitter like oh you know if it means Van I'll stay in I'd rather we lost and all that which I find very strange anyway but I think it's a chance for him to to put a better light on his reign I think if he wins this wins the FA Cup final somehow gets in the top four as well which with City to play Arsenal as possible plays the youth as he has been doing he should still walk but he'll put a lot better right, light on his train people forget Villa at home last week and all that so we should view it as a chance to sort of get rid of him anyway get the right man in but put a better light on things uh, so, well that's the thing though as well I don't see why why the two things have to be exclusive from each other when they go you know what do you want win the cup and Van Gaal stays well I think we, if we finish fourth win the cup he should still go anyway for, for two reasons one it's been shit and two it's a chance when's Jose Mourinho going to be next available you know we've missed out on good managers in the past anyway but um, I, he's one of them with Van Gaal and he's, he's sometimes sometimes you have to take some steps back though and he's obviously put some foundations in there now you know there's a few young players there I, I'm not as I'm not as pessimistic about the future as a lot of people are I think the foundations are there for us to push on now but I'm the opposite I think if he wins the cup it actually it gives the likes of him and Woodward a, a bit more face saving to leave at the end of the season and I think over time as grim as it is everyone will forget about you your Villa your Palace at home them sort of games but I think if he wins the cup in years to come we can look at that as you know it was a short term appointment he won our first trophy got rid of a lot of the deadwood that was there under my he you know the likes of Rashford Fossey Mensah Luke Shaw plays he's brought either signed or brought through will play for this club for a long time and I think like that to end it with a trophy I think it'd be a great way for both Woodward and Van Gaal to say and I think history will remember him a lot a lot better than what it currently is but 
either way, you know, what, whatever happens, happens. At the end of the day, you go the match and you just, to win a trophy, to have a great day out, it, it's, it's what we all go for. It'll be great. Two things, I don't think Woodward's going anywhere, but hey, that's another story. But I think you've just hit the nail on the head, right? Is as, as much as the bulk of us have hated the, the dreadful and the worst football we've ever watched, you've just listed four or five really important things that Van Gaal has done. And as a result of that, I want him to win the FA Cup so that he can leave United in a position where he can say, do you know what, I did some stuff right, I did some stuff wrong, not that he'd, he'd ever admit that, but I won the FA Cup and I think that would be great. I want United to win the FA Cup for that reason. I want players like Wayne Rooney, who've given their fucking life to United, Michael Carrick, right? I want players like that who've never won it, um, to, to win and complete the full set of medals and then somebody said before about that first trophy for, for a lot of people is, is a massive one and, and again there's so many reasons why we need that so you know yeah I, I don't think um, maybe like because of his tactics like the way he's made how good he's made Chris Smalling look for instance I don't think some of the younger players are as good as people think they are because of his like especially the more defensive ones I think Rashford's very good Martial's very good but I don't I don't actually think they're you know like the foes so immense they, they will be judged next year under when Mourinho sells them but I, <laughs> I I've, I've, I've seen more things in Fossey Manson in three games that have made me buzz than I've seen in two years from Small is the one player is the one player at least like bumming up who Fossey Manson imagine if he bummed you might be edited out that one <laughs> yeah. okay well while you brought it up who would you most like to be bummed up uh, the current lot I'll come back to you yeah, right. one matter absolute sign I think uh, Vigic I'm not even sure why but at least you could say like I had no yeah. chance to say you, it you do know he's left don't you <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> I think and the point back about the FA Cup being important for the number eight. I just think like it's, it has so much history doesn't it and I know people say it's like been the life's been sucked out of it I don't I don't actually agree I mean like I said we went to Derby this year it's easily the best away this season in my opinion anyway um, and I just think it's where support is made isn't it I don't I don't think with these days we go to City we've got oh, well not City but West Ham what is it 1800 tickets like that's not going to even be noticeable in that ground is it and but in, uh, in like the FA Cup derby 5,000 fans was it the, the other thing is I think if we do get good again which we might well with Mourinho it'll be pushed back down the list of priorities for the next five years so this is a chance since Fergie's gone you know the one thing though I think we're the one club who keeps the FA Cup alive when you look at the attendances for home games we, we pretty much sell out we're still taking 5,000 to every away game he's picked strong teams in it for the past three or four years we've played it there and then but obviously we still get blamed for the death of it for pulling out of it in 2000 but when you look at other football clubs even when they're giving tickets away for a five on and you playing in front of half empty grounds all the time United United are one of the price, don't we? full price and we fill our ground for, for the FA Cup I know that as a I don't even think that after hearing the other day about how many people opted out of the Carling Cup and Europa League Joe when applying for this I think um, there was only 19,000 that have done every home game now that, that was really surprising to me that, yeah 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 so I mean I think but that just on that note yeah. in a, in a, in a, but in a in a season where you've had a decent cup run you're in 12, 1300 quid in some parts of the ground for the season ticket aren't you so I, that suddenly makes sense to me it's already well United saying our season tickets in the step for then now 550 but if you had a season where you got a couple of games in in the Carling Cup a couple of games in in the Europa League and the Champions League and chucking an, an FA Cup run that's well into four figures and don't don't forget as well not many about three don't, don't forget as well though we've had apart from Liverpool and Europa League we've had some terrible cup draws haven't we this year you know like in the League Cup we've got lower league teams we've had yeah we, we've had them sort of games we've had midget land we got a, no good names in the uh, in the Champions League as well but I don't know it's just one of them and it, like you said football's an expensive game but 
if you want to go, you go. If you don't, you don't. I think that 19,000 is more to do with how United structure the price. And I mean, they don't give any discount. Was it Coventry a few years ago where it was like half price or something and we got 73,000? And that's so I think that 19,000, like Steve said, it's more to do with the pricing structure of the cup game. Europa League was cut. And what I mean by this is over the last six years when you couldn't opt out. Well, you could, couldn't you? Last two years. But the, the years before that, I used to think United's attendance was a lot more helped by the cup scheme. But after hearing that, that only 19,000. Not, not, is it, really? A lot, what people have to remember as well with the cups over United's pricing, while they've got this automatic cup scheme, the pricing's sorted by both football clubs, so it, it doesn't suit the away team to tell them to lower prices for a game you've got to buy anyway. Easily say at the start of the season, right, Carling Cup is half price, Europa League next year is half price. No matter price what. it better and you fill the ground. I'm of the view that you just price all games appropriately. Instead of saying, one of the big gripes has been categorisation. We say we don't categorise games by saying, if we play this team, you charge it. Well, but we do though, we categorise tournaments. So it's the same thing, just done on a different way. So. You, you, st you still get ones like the other night. How many empty seats do you reckon the other night? 15,000? Now, now that's the only unsold, there was only 3,000 tickets unsold. So there were 12,000 people who paid for it and just couldn't be asked. So yeah. I think the thing is, is about the overall FA Cup thing, just to wrap this bit of it up is, we know that most of our best games in our history that we can talk about as supporters are FA Cup games. So there's that. We're all buzzing about a day out here down at Wembley, even though we think Wembley's shit, we're still buzzing over it. We were still buzzing when we beat West Ham the other night. And the reality is, is we're on the brink of winning a, one of the most famous trophies in the world. And that, that's not a, you know not a bad thing. I think the authorities have got to do something that really boosts the FA Cup, which is, you know, the, you know, the television, the game, the times the games are played. I've always maintained I'd give the fourth Champions League place to the winners of the FA Cup rather than finishing fourth. You know what I mean? There's so much. There's, loads, there's loads of things they could do. You know, they could make the Carling Cup an under 21 competition, or they could, they, they could they could start the FA Cup a bit earlier. You know, it's things like that. Because that's there's that much money in the uh, there's that much money in the Premier League now. You get teams would rather finish 17th than win the cup and go down like Wigan did. You know, that's that's how that's a reality of it now. Right, one last question before I wrap this bit up. Yeah, because I'm going to go and talk to a couple of other people later on. Um, straight away, what an impulsive answer to this question. Your best ever FA Cup memory. How was this for impulse? Um, yeah, I'd probably say the same one. You said before, Steve, Van Nistelrooy's winner in the, uh, at Villa Park and the, and the pitch invasion. Arsenal, 2004. Um, underdogs knew we'd win. Atmosphere. Pink Solskjaer in the last minute in 99. The Old Trafford against Liverpool. I agree with Ant, uh, Villa Park 04 against Arsenal. It's one of them. I've always got a perverse buzz when we've been underdogs and we were genuine underdogs that day and we were, we were brilliant and probably the best atmosphere at a new, possibly apart from Moscow, the best atmosphere at a neutral ground I've ever been to. It was, it was brilliant. Uh, come on, Dubs, you've changed your mind. I've changed my mind. I'm going for Wayne Rooney's last minute penalty against Sheffield United this year. <laughs> I'm going to chuck three in because I'm a twat and I'm holding the mic so I can. I'm going to chuck green offsetter in 79. My oh, favourite favourite ever United goal. FA Cup semi-final at Main Road in 85 because of the violence. And then Villa Park in, uh, we, did we say 2003? 2002 yeah. or something like that. Purely because of nothing showcased United support better than that in my whole life. So It's about half 12 on the trip down at Wembley we've stopped off at our, uh, our pub somewhere near Wickham it's been a bit moody down at service stations on the way down seeing a bit of footage on YouTube and all that of uh, United and Everton fans having disagreements over various things so uh, that's been uh, quite entertaining it's been alright for us we've just uh, we've just uh, had a good drink had a good laugh and a good chat I'm in the pub now so I'm going to have a wander around catch up with a few few people see if we can get a few opinions on the uh, on the game quick word for the podcast Thoughts on, are we going to win or not? I think so. I actually really do believe we'll win today. Really do. Is that because you think United are good or because Everton were rotten the other night? I actually think we, we, we step up to the big games. 
the rest of the season we're playing average sides we don't step up I think we'll step up today that's my it's a big game but we, we, we get beat by teams that are rubbish though, and they're rubbish you might be rubbish but I think it's a big game just think it's a big game and we'll step up that's my view on it who else can I find here podcast mate goals are we going to win probably not though <laughs> <laughs> you asked it's going to be a fucking miserable fucking draw and they'll probably go to penalties it'll be a load of shit but fuck it we're going to be having it anyway aren't we so anyway have you had a good trip down yeah it's been alright yeah, yeah. sociable six hours before kick off but well nine hours before kick off I've just seen uh, how are you Stu yours you've had yeah that. great mate yeah cheers how's your trip down been uh, extraordinary really uh, quite an eye-opening experience on the coach on the way down yeah yeah you were on the you were, uh, you were on we're on coach too yeah he's like Sodom Gomorrah yeah yeah it, it was entertaining really yeah anyway never, enough of that before we get incriminated thoughts are we going to win um, yeah definitely yeah you're confident aren't you You'd be big time mate big bit. time yeah yeah we, we, yeah I don't think we're in the league now uh, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think that's out the window uh, but I think we'll win the game today yeah definitely how um, comfortably in games extra time whatever well I've no idea but um, they're rubbish though and the, half the defence is out admittedly we don't attack that much but and, and we lose to rubbish teams you're not helping here Steve I know I'm not right I'm confident we're going to win and I've had a few beers so uh, yeah good luck with you see you in a bit <laughs> thoughts lads um, I'm going well, to people deliberately you've got mouthfuls of food here mouthful of burger here um, I'm 3-1 3-1 United today yep. I reckon, at the moment I'm about 3-0 two more beers I'll be about 5 I reckon so <laughs> right. we'll probably get beat 1-0 well have 6 more beers then yep 10-0 that'll do for me yeah. are these spares? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm going to tap one of them I'm gonna, no I don't want sauce I'm going to tap one of me Sauces, <laughs> sauce on burgers that's for wimps Thoughts on the game, mate? Uh, I think we'll win 2-1. Might be quite tight, but after watching my old Trafford, I thought they were shit. Yeah. And I think we would, we could edge it. If he plays the same team that he played on uh, Wednesday night, I think maybe he'd play attacking football. Maybe we might do it. We were better at West Ham than the other night. Yeah, but... I think it's the team that he plays and they, I think they need to express themselves more rather than saying what he tells you I think that's a problem big time enjoy the rest of your trip mate cheers right so I'm going to wander over here and see who else I can grab I'm definitely not talking to him I'm going to go and find Rick here's Rick who's been running the coach on the way down who's building an absolute monster sandwich here out of it. we've got some free food we promised Rick, tell the story about what we promised the uh, pub. Well, we wanted to make sure they were uh, going to be quite hospitable, so I think we quoted the figure of around three and a half grand, which is a um, rough average spend of about 35 quid a head in two and a half hours. So. so you stood up on the mic this morning on the bus and demanded that everyone had 12 pints. Or 10 pints and four shots. <laughs> We're quite, you know, we're quite accommodating as to how people want to spend that money. As someone who runs the buses to a ways, um, what's different about a, day, a game like this when it's on mass? There's a lot more people to start with. Um, I don't know if it, everyone's just looking forward to a trip to Wembley. I mean, I think we'd all all agree that semi-finals shouldn't be at Wembley. We'd all much prefer them, well, ideally to, ideally to be at Cardiff, I think, but, you know, Villa Park or wherever. But actually... At least it's a good distance from Manchester. We'll all come out, you know, good allocation. Everyone who wanted a ticket's got a ticket for today. So we can come down, make a good day of it, you know, find a pub here. Everyone, you know, everyone has a good day, don't they? Does it cost, does it, obviously we've got to park up at Wembley. What's, does it cost us more? Fucking hell, yeah. 65 quid to park a coach at Wembley. Is that what it is? Just, yeah, it's just laughable, isn't it? So, you know, that's whatever it works out. 125 ahead or whatever on the coach. Um, and then, yeah, coach company normally want a bit more money as well. It's a long day for the drivers because, as you'll be well aware, getting off that coach park at Wembley is, uh, if you do it in less than an hour, you've done pretty well. So, yeah, it's a longish day, but it's a good day out. In terms of um, normally for an away game, like, you know, you and Steve and me when I'm chipping in and all that, we'll, we'll sort of just work out roughly how many we're going to have and all that. Obviously, a game like today, you've got the one, two, three, maybe four coach decision. So, what... How do you work it out? 
Um, normally Blackie starts with a negotiating position of doing about 22 coaches and I haggle him down as close to one as possible so yeah we end up with two I mean I think you know the thing that makes our coaches what they are is the fact that it's regulars every week and you know yeah regulars will bring friends and that's great and everyone gets on but I think once you start getting a bit giddy with let's do three four five coaches you inevitably you've got to start opening it up to people you don't know and then you know coming to a pub like this today only needs one or two people to act up and you're not coming back again whereas we were able to ring this pub today and as well as promising a ridiculous spend over the bar we were able to quote seven or eight pubs up and down the country that we go to every year um, give them the landlord's name tell them you know ring them up see what they say about us and we've never been to a pub and not been invited back the following season so um, which is remarkable when you think about I'm it I'm very surprised <laughs> but then we are paying for a lot of uh, landlord's children to go through university well, and get married and yeah, things like that absolutely so. uh, just a quick one I'll let you go before you've you done it um, thoughts on the game are you confident I'm, I'm as confident as I've probably been most of this season um, I mean the way we're playing you can never be fully confident can you but um, I they're worse though aren't they they are worse they were really poor at Old Trafford the other week I think they're very reliant on Lukaku um, you know if he has a good game then it, it'll be difficult but um, I think you know we're defending alright at the minute um, Rooney's back so you've got you've got a bit more of a goal threat there the two young lads up front with some pace um, big pitch at Wembley yeah I think you've got to fancy us but to be honest it just won't surprise me we'll win today and probably lose to Watford in the final <laughs> and that's that's the season isn't it that's, we'll worry about that I'll make chase soon uh, a bit yeah <laughs> Couple more lads. Lad, how are you, Curly? Top, mate, thanks. Are you going to win today? Debatable, mate. They were shit, we were shit. Got so it's going to be a, a shit off. Yeah, it's been extra time. <laughs> extra time, I'll fuck that off. Go on, go to the bad too. Fuck it. <laughs> Game yeah. over on that coach yeah. read organ. 1 0 on penalties at half one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Duff, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm Thoughts? good. 3 0 United on penalties. Definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> we'll grind out a penalty to win today. <laughs> grind it out. Buller, quick word. We're going to win. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, that's quick enough for me. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Miller. Fucking Miller. Miller. Podcast. All right, mate. How are you? How's it going? I was telling somebody about when you went to the snooker the other night. Yeah. That's the fun. Ricky Walden. Yeah. Basically, this lad here, right? Have you heard the story? <laughs> He got took to the, the noisiest man on the planet got took to the snooker. I couldn't stop sneezing either. Well, right, so, so he took him to the snooker. And what happened was, there was a, a period of safety play that the sort of, and he was snookered, wasn't he? Ricky, Wal Ricky, Walden, Ricky, was Ricky Walden was snookered. I'm from the second frame as well, didn't I? Well, for going for a piss. <laughs> so what happens to you? Go on. Right, Ricky Walden was snookered, and Mark Allen was like, lining up. But all fucking there. Why was we there anyway? That's a fucking thing, isn't it? Just something to do, one at the bank all the weekend, and uh, go there. Silence, dead silence. Paul Miller. <laughs> You were giving me on in the fucking air, was it? Chip, chip it, chip it, chip it. Head's turning. So this is in a silent auditorium, yeah? yeah. Chip it. And then after that he said two shots. <laughs> oh. You're such a knobhead. Anyway, Mate. quick, quick, quick. No, I don't want you any quick score prediction. Today... 2-0 United that'll do Joe 2-0 United 2-0 United uh, go on Mike 3-0 Everton you do owe me 40 quid yeah I'm happy to talk to you about that what did you say 3-0 Everton yeah fair enough who are we playing Everton semi-final cup get beat about 12-1 hopefully you're supposed to mature when you hit 30 like you do lad yeah it was last week it was last week uh, right lads quick one quick score prediction when you're ready 2-1 United 2-1 United that'll do get beat 2-1 you're not you're about the third person that thinks we'll get beat now we'll win 4-0 win 4-0 you know you're a bit brave <laughs> quick score prediction for the United we stand podcast 3-1 3-1 United 4-1 United 1-0 United, one nil. United. So, can you find blame me for me they're <laughs> <laughs> me this. anyway as you can hear 
the bulk of the United fans are predicting the United win. There's a handful who think that we might struggle, but hey, never mind that. Um, we'll see what happens later on. Uh, we'll be back after the game to see what the opinion is on the match. All right, so we'll be back after the game to see what happens then. After the match, we're inside Wembley Stadium. Uh, Manchester United 2, Everton 1. The kettles have been filled up with piss. They've been plugged in and they've definitely just been turned on by Anthony Martial, who was... Uh, Absolute smashy grab in the last minute. Everyone fought extra time and everything else that comes with that. Fantastic for the club, much needed. Uh, can have a bit of a moan about the second half if we like, but I'm sure a few people will do when they'll have the dust settles on it. But we're on the way out of the ground. Everyone is absolutely buzzing about winning the FA Cup semi final, buzzing about trip to Wembley against either Palace or Watford but more importantly the fact that United have uh, played a bit of good football uh, and have dug themselves out in the last minute which is true Man United style in, this, in any FA Cup semi-final so that'll go down as uh, a great moment for all of us uh, look like the players enjoyed it as well judging by the fact that they were diving in the crowd so yeah absolutely buzzing I'm going to attempt, if I can, to get as many United fans as I can on here. Um, I don't think you get any sense, if I'm being honest. I think you've just got loads of screaming and shouting, but uh, never mind. Uh, Blackie. Hey? Eh? <laughs> got a I think for all the, the older sort of people who come here like us, the FA Cup was always the one trophy that we loved winning because we never got a sniff of the league. I think we take our eyes off that prize for a long, long time, but when you look at the fact that Arsenal have now won more than us, it was massively important for us to get back into this trophy. And this is how much it means, you can just tell. That felt like we got our club back in that last minute. Definitely, people felt we played well today in, in two spells. I mean, the first half we were superb. The sort of young, the youngsters in the team, the running that they do, they want to play football, they want to pass the ball, they want to find each other, they want to flick it and back heel it and put it away. And I just felt coming out second half, it looked like they didn't want to do that or they were told not to do that. And Everton got back in the game, not only with a penalty but also with a goal. And you wondered if they were going to get it back. But I think in the end, there's one team wanted to win it, and that was us. And one team wanted to go extra time, and that was them. Right, we're, we're outside now. We're outside now. What me and you both said: if someone nicks this in the last minute, it's going to be fucking chaos outside. Yeah, it's going to be chaos outside. Definitely going to be some punches thrown here at us. But um, so um, I just think it. I think it's great. I think it's just like it matters you know it matters to United it matters to these people who've come today I have seen this for Yonks nah and it's just uh, and you look at the, you, look, you look at the running in Lingard in Marshall in Oxford today and that's made the big difference the second half of the season because there are times when it seems to be knocked out of them but today they wanted to play on that pitch and we've got a great chance now, Watford or Palace. We've got yeah, a right. chance. Here's the bit where we start to mingle with the Everton fans, this could be funny. You know what this reminds me of? It's like me and you being back in the 70s and the 80s. The <laughs> FA Cup's made a smile and we want to hit people. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first fight in front of me. Someone on his ass. Tremendous. I'm not going to talk much as I'm walking down and I'm, I'll just let you enjoy the uh, the noise and the songs in the background until I bump into someone who looks remotely coherent and that could take me a little while actually I don't even know where I'm going here actually it has been a while since United were at Wembley so forgive us and sure how you do? Busted to fuck. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm fucking hell. I'm happy to be on me. That, that may as well have been the final fucking goal, that. It was fucking brilliant. I was nearly kicking the shit out of two fucking Reds because of that. You're having a go at the police, Steve. What's up, Blackie? Stop it. Just tell Blackie to stop hitting people, will you? Sam. 
Oh, fucking brilliant. I'm absolutely buzzing. We've got all this again next month. Can't fucking wait. Bring it on. Doing them in the last minute, I'll crop it United. Yeah, United of all. We've not seen that in a long time, have we? I'll take that any day. First half played really well, didn't we? And then just fucked it up in the second half. Yeah, well, fair play. Kept the ball really well, as we have done all season. Couple of chances, but it's a bit of sloppy defending in the back, right back in it, aren't it? But we did it in the end, didn't we? So we can't, we can't grumble. I'm happy as fuck. It'll be a good trip home, innit? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'd be good, be good people for Norwich. This. I reckon, be, I reckon someone might die at Norwich. I hope, hopefully, hopefully it's blooming. If someone dies on the bus at Norwich, who do you want it to be? Bloomy. Yeah, probably Bloomy. If not Bloomy, Matty. Everyone loves Ned, but Matty can. Matty Mullen. He's dispensable, isn't he? Miller, Miller, but Miller for me. Yeah, is he on? Is he on? He will be, yeah. <laughs> right, who else can I find you? Neil, quick word for the podcast, my mate. Hi, <laughs> mate, you okay? Yeah, you. Did you enjoy that? Uh, just about in the end, yeah, I thought first half, um, we should have been well in control. Well, uh, we were. Well, yeah, we should have been running control. In, in a score, yeah, in a scoreline sense. Um, come out for the second half just as he was taking a penalty, um, and then after that, I, d- I don't know what happened. It seemed, uh, it seemed we kind of lost it a little bit, and I don't know. Second half, it, they had a lot of chances, and we didn't really have anything. But what, you know, a last-minute winner when he's wrong foot, you can't can't beat it, can you? It's like having United back it. in it. Can't, yeah, it was, it was perfect. For a finish, can't beat it. I don't don't know if we deserved it after that, but yeah, I think. Great. To- I, I don't I've got no no issue with Everton either way to be honest with you but you know in the end you know they no, probably no. did deserve they played well at least they, they, they gave Everton, it all they could give it and all that Everton, kind of stuff yeah Everton played well Everton played well I thought United played really really well first half but that's what I mean we should have killed it off yeah, I, don't, totally I don't know how many times we get away with that but you know we're at the final now so anyway well, uh, you alright getting home yeah I am yeah, yeah. see you later buddy <laughs> Ta-da. quick word for the podcast buddy can I swear yeah well normal have you ever listened to this? Yeah. Right. Well, why the fuck are you asking me that then, you dad? <laughs> it was fucking brilliant, that, at the end. Yeah. I'd have... Let's go in. Listen, you've even recorded it. All right, all right. What do you want to say? What do you want to hear? <laughs> you, you look like you're in an advanced state of refreshment. I don't know. We've been on a piss all day long, right? <laughs> hey, also, this is my brother, right? He, he, he Hiya, introduced mate. me at Man United Football Club, right? Last game was Palace. In the FA Cup. What, in 99? This, this first day, first day back. I had more points than there today. That's like some doing. Uh, that was like, I was proper United that last minute winner, wasn't it? Like having the old team back. Yeah, it's was, it was proper United because they were fucking shit in the second half. Yeah, they were. Really shit. Has he just told you how he tried to get on an Everton bus? <laughs> no, no. We're still going to get on the Everton bus. What are you doing tonight, Scoey? We're going straight in that Hilton Hotel over there in the veranda bar. I'm giving it fucking large. Right, and I'm not, I'm teetotal. As long as, it's, as long as you ain't got a pie. Right, scoies, both scoies, I'll see you later, yeah? See you, mate. So, that was uh, ex-professional footballer James Gocroft, who was absolutely leathered. Mate, sorry about that. Oh, you all right? Where were you? It was fucking all right, wasn't it, in the end? How the fuck we managed to win that, I don't fucking know. What, what the fuck was that second half all about? Fucking first half it was all right. Second half was a bag of wank, and then yeah. fucking last two minutes, fucking hell, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Everton were fair game, weren't they? Fair play when they put up a show and all of that, but uh, at the end of the day, a bit like us in the first half, you don't take your chances, you're not fucking going to win, are you? Well, fucking hell, yeah. Fellaini did well, to be fair. Cleared a couple of fucking decent chances that they well, had. I'm guessing because of he, I, did he, I think he got, I didn't, I think he got man of the match. Did um, he? He was being interviewed on the pitch afterwards, so... They normally do that for man out of man, so... I presume that was some provoking reaction, to be honest. It's like fucking Beirut <laughs> walking around there, then. And that was carnage coming out of there, wasn't it? Fucking hell. Shit organisation. Every fucker was gripping each other and all sorts of shit um, going off, then. Well, they've sent the Everton fans from there then round to Ireland, and they've sent the... They've sent... They've sent United... They've sent... They've sent... They've sent United fans out the other way into the Everton fans. It's absolute fucking carnage. Some fucking dozy copper said to me then, oh, just walk around there, you'll be all right. Sent me into a fucking group of Everton fans that were kicking off. Yeah. Oh, time, mate. Nice one. Quite a lot of, quite a lot of, quite a lot of brawling going on by the look of it. It's been a bit uh, chaotic getting out there, to be honest. Uh, I just had to pause it for a minute while we uh, hurdled a sizable steel fence to get out. Anyway, we're uh, on our way back out to the car park. It looks absolute mayhem here from a traffic point of view. There's loads of Everton buses um, munichin. Um, just gone for Brixton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's about there's about 100 Everton fans uh, screaming and shouting about the Munich air disaster, which uh, 
fair dues, you know, grow up and all of that kind of shit. It's not rare, is it, at the end of the day? They're, they're kind of used to it. We get it every ground, so anyway, right, let's walk back down to the coast and see who I can grab. Right, after about God knows how long we've found our bus, which is decent. Uh, doves. <laughs> oh, there that, wasn't it? I've had worse days out. Do you know what? I'd take that all day long, that over a phone. The best thing that happened to us today was that Everton actually scoring. We started playing well again, and then, yeah, you'll take that all day long. Could have gone either way, though, could it? But fuck it, name on the cup and all that shit. Yeah, everyone knows. We might as well, we've got to enjoy this because we are going to fuck it up against whoever in the final. That. Do you know what I've just seen someone walk past here though in a Crystal Palace shirt? It must, be, it must be like here, scouting or something like that. What? There's loads of Munich going over and I've just seen a half and half scarf uh, I'm going to join. <laughs> I've just seen a half and half scarf on fire. Buller. It's good, wasn't it? Yeah. Shit, we're winning. That's, you, hey, you're coming come on, back, keep it up. Come back, Woody, all the Paul, podcast, you alright? Got you must. Oh, come on, smile. Yeah, I thought they deserved it, but when they're one nil up, right, one nil up, let's go for it. And they don't. They sit back every week, and every week we get caught out. Right, mate. Enjoy a last minute winner in this. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. Ben, you're a man's right miserable bastard. He is, and he's a daft cunt. Enjoy that. Yeah, but he's bald as well. Oh yeah, dead mate. Toner, fucking hell. Chef. Fucking Wembley. Fucking Wembley. It's not very ladylike. Fucking Wembley. I'm not very well. I'm not very ladylike anyway. Well, I know that, but, but I thought you might. I'm going to Wembley. On, on your podcast, Dave. You. <laughs> we should have been at Wembley today. We should have been at Villa Park or anywhere else. But we're at Wembley today. We're going to fucking Wembley again. Anyway, forget where it's at. The last minute winner, you can't beat it, can you? Can't beat it, Steve. You cannot beat it. Fucking Tony. There you go. Fifty million. Uh, you can have a little drink on the way home. Yeah, I am. Great for the podcast, bud. <laughs> I can't speak at the minute. It's too exciting. Too exciting. Great, wasn't it? Like the old times. Like the old times. That's what loads of people are saying. Like the old times. Great stuff. Graham, come here, mate. You happy with that? I'm happy. Totally happy. That's like the old days. Manchester United in the old days. Last minute. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Sorry. We've got to go back. Back where? Right up to where we came out. Oz, happy with that? You yeah, picked a good day to come back on the bus, didn't you? It was alright, wasn't it? <laughs> I've had worse days. <laughs> After this is done, I'll tell you a tale. Alright, so it's not going on air then? Uh, no, no, no. See you in a bit. Have a good trip home, yeah? This, uh, I hope this is coming across as joyous because nobody's making any sense whatsoever. Neil, you got to be buzzing off that, mate. Fucking, am I? Yeah. Tremendous, mate. Anthony Marshall. What a fucking play. What a finish. I, I'm, I, yeah, he was. Yeah, top, top draw. Top draw. It's like, um, played well first half, didn't we? Yeah, I thought it was fucking super first half. And second half, they come on to us a little bit. And we just set off, backed off. Why didn't we just go forward second half as well? It was comfortable first half. And then we made it difficult for ourselves to be. But what a finish. What a finish. What a player. You remember when we were chatting after Spurs and a certain player went off and it fell to pieces? Who was it? Oh... Mensa, yeah, possibly Mensa. Today. Oh, off he went again today, and it all fucking went to. It weren't a pen though, was it? He played the ball. Why did why? I, had to I was surprised to give it, but until I've seen it again, I'm not going to no, say it out. Yeah. It weren't a pen, mate. You played the ball. You yeah. played the ball, mate. Thoughts, mate. Yappy, amazing. Can't wait to be back here in a few weeks' time. This trip home's going to be mint, isn't it? It's going to be absolutely mint. <laughs> that coach is going to love it. We're going to beat these. Bit of Fergie time. I'm dreading, love the, it. I'm dreading the state of that bus <laughs> on the way home. Have a good trip back, boys. Who else have we got here? No one's making any sense, but hey, never mind. Joe. Happy. Nice, <laughs> delighted, mate. Absolutely delighted. Fucking quality. It took me a while for the prediction, but I got it, didn't I? 2-1. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, uh, to be honest, I can't remember, but hey, big fail, come here. What a, what a day. And we've got to do all this again. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it's terrible. What a terrible life I have. <laughs> what more can I say? Final minute. What a way to win a cup tie. Who's coming over there filling some Everton in? Yeah, go on, lads. You go and beat up some Everton fans. I'm going to go and carry on interviewing. Rick. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> son. Do you know, I love talking. Do you know, you're one of my best pals. I love talking to you anyway. But especially when Marouane Fellaini's had another great game. Well, you probably remember all season, I've been one of his um, biggest advocates. <laughs> um, driver's got a I was wondering why the driver's just took his trousers off. But we're all celebrating, aren't we? Uh, no, I've been saying all season, Fellaini's a great player. No, 
No, to be fair, he had a good game today. Okay, no problem. But what were we saying after West Ham away? To me, Day is the best goalkeeper. He's definitely the best goalkeeper in the world, and probably the best I've seen. Now, you know, and what a save that is off the penalty there. What were you forcing out of the game, Panda? Because I thought first half we actually played really well. Um, I thought they were really, really poor. But then we just seemed to stop playing at half time, and we invited them on. And then, you know, ding. They obviously had the penalty, great saving that, and then lucky. Um, don't know why he didn't use his left foot to clear it. Smiling goes in, done it, and then you think the worst. But what a finish at the end! Like the way he opened his body up and that goon around when that goal went in, just just brilliant, wasn't yeah. it? It just you know just summed up what it is to be an United fan. That and oh. um, we've not had many of those moments in the last couple of seasons, and I think we all all deserve that, didn't we? And enjoyed it. Well, I reckon the forty odd, fifty odd people who've been on every away trip on your bus. For years, but that it's been tossed deserves every single second of that last minute winner. It was just fucking brilliant, wasn't it? And um, you know, now we've got to come back in a couple of weeks' time and um, hopefully finish the job. Uh, we'll we'll have another good trip. Hopefully, get back to the same pub we were in before. And uh, well, that'll there, be good well, there was us lot thinking that Norwich away was going to be the final nail in everybody's coffins, and then we got that to come after that. So. Yeah, I think there might be a few coffins needed after them two back to back. You got a playlist sorted for the way home? Yeah, we might have a little sing song and a, uh, a little drink on the way home and um, yeah, just fucking celebrate, mate. Long overdue. See you in a bit. Gentlemen. Fucking brilliant, that one. Can't beat them. So it's what we said before. You come for them sort of moments and that. It's fucking. Sad, isn't it? When you're at Wembley, you think you've achieved. Yeah, you yeah. think you should win a trophy at the end of it. So it's a bit hard that we've got to come back and do it again. But what a moment that was. What you said before about your best moment support United been in the FA Cup. We've just witnessed just another one now, haven't we? Do you know what? I like to say as much as anyone, like, you know, it's all we about know. the trip and it's all about the coach and all that. But, mate, you get a goal like that and, like, that celebration was as good as anything that's been in years. It makes it every single minute we've trialed, travelled this season makes it all worthwhile. How many, how many rows did you get down when you... <laughs> Two. Yeah. Two and a half, I think, actually, because I was held in mid-air. There's more men they could hugging each other than I've seen for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly brilliant, and yeah. How many rows for yourself? Uh, several <laughs> and I had Steve Black on the back of me as well which I think added added to the uh, added to the forward momentum that I was carried with uh, anyway hey, the big man was brilliant man for Lane I'll tell you what I'd love as well I think he got man of the match he, he should have done yeah. I'll well, tell you what I love on the pitch so if two players who played today Carrick and Rooney I know I've, I've had a pop and so a lot of questioning both of them but they both deserve to have to win that trophy before their careers finish. Well, so that, I'd love them to. Nothing so, else. I'd love them to. When to you've win got it. young players who haven't been in that kind of environment before, you need a couple of heads around you who know what it's like. Yeah. Who they can turn it around. I, I thought Carrick and Rooney were that today. Was it Rooney's fall through for Martial? No, I, I can't remember. He put it to but he's kind of mature, wasn't he? He's better deeper in it. You can't put Rooney up top. He is better deeper. But yeah. I was getting a bit worried because I thought we were looking a bit leggy. Well, we did. We were in complete control until the penalty, which how that egghead give that as a... We were on the back row of the upper tier, and I'm not having that as a penalty. It's never. How he's give that. But then once, even though we right, saved it... You were on the back row of the upper tier. 40 quid. We went for 40 quid right. tickets, so we didn't... With, with we the greatest the respect, you were on the back row of the upper tier, yeah. you don't know how it was given. Yeah, wait, I, I wait don't think it was. A, the, well, wait, why was it a penalty? No, I'm not having it. It was a penalty <laughs> from the back row of the upper tier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how un penalty. penalty. Yeah. Sure That's like that time it. fucking Wayne crashed his car drink driving <laughs> while looking at the international space station. Yeah, the one where he ran, we ran over that horse while pissed while looking up at the international space station. Five, five, six. Yeah, exactly. No, I know what you mean. I didn't think it was a penalty. No way, but but. I'm not going to, you know, say for death or like... But yeah, we lost that. We lost momentum then, didn't we? But then we kind of got it late on and pulled it back and... Do you not think overall, obviously, we played really... We deserved it, didn't we? Played really, really well, I thought. I'll be honest with you. I think we deserved it overall. If Everton had nicked it the way they played last 30 minutes, I don't think we'd have been feeling hard done by. I think we'd have been angry about the way it panned out, but I don't think we'd have felt hard done by. Martin. But do you know what? It'd be nice as well. It'd be nice to be the game that gets Martin as a sack. I fucking hate him, mate. He 
the H&I. Well, I'm not and, sure if this school of science is on its way back or not. I, keep... I hate his brown shoes. I hate everything about it. He's got a proper United. I wonder look up at that interview. He's <laughs> just jealous of his swarming. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's one of those people. I, I agree with you. He's one of the people who hates United, but he's got no reason to. Yeah, exactly. Like Westwood. Right. Yeah. There's a man who can win a major as well. Let's hope that long continues. Yeah, indeed. I right. took a handbrake. Mark, I've, asked, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've spoke to you in many yeah, doom done. and gloom moments after gloom the away games. So Every on. game this season, I'm not saying it's the best one because probably West Ham was the best one this season, but... No way. For man. excitement. That last minute. What that meant. For excitement yeah. and what it meant, yeah. that's got to be, be the best. a bad game of football. It was a good game. Why did we go defensive second yeah. half? First half, totally, I thought, totally dominant. Yeah. Second half, why did we sit back again? We sit back, I don't know, do, we're 1 0 up, I know what it is, semi final, whatever. But I'll tell you what, West Ham, that's on a par with West Ham now, I think. Probably better. It's like, like the 80s, isn't it? Shit, shit leagues and then a cup oh, sort of now. Good at the end, though. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, I'll probably wind it in now, I don't care. <laughs> it's pretty obvious that everyone's buzzing about the result and the way it came about. We'll deal with the, uh, how well United play first half and uh, how well we perhaps didn't play in the second half and all of that kind of good stuff. The next time we uh, do a podcast, we might do a bit on that, but at the end of the day, it's been a pretty tough time for United fans on the road this year. We've had to make our own fun and... Uh, and our own enjoyment but for once the club have made us absolutely buzz fair play to him got an FA Cup final to look forward to uh, and the weather that's against which uh, is going to be uh, Palace or uh, Palace or Watford or whoever it is I reckon we'll uh, I reckon we'll um, stand a good chance of winning that and we should be favourites so all good stuff we're going to leave now um, I can't see us getting out of this car park anytime soon uh, I reckon, uh, I reckon there'll be some people in prison for murder who'll probably get out before we do but uh, that's not going to bother us too much we're suitably equipped and uh, stocked up and that means that we're going to have a right good laugh on the way home back to Manchester so till then hope you've enjoyed it uh, hope you've enjoyed the fact that for once uh, we've got something to shout about and we'll see you on the podcast soon